Ladies and gentlemen, Bre- Bre- Breakfast with Friends on CCFM 107.5. And now it's time for us to say a very good morning and thank you to Nico Clarence for joining us in studio this morning. Nico, thanks for your time. Good morning to you and good morning to the listeners. We're going to talk about the budget. And the budget is a political and it's also a financial document. Now, the minister takes about three years to prepare for a budget and about intensive input in the last six months before he reads it. And today I'm going to analyze that six months work in about five minutes. So be aware I'm only looking at the highlights. Now when the minister starts reading, he reads from a 50-page document. And then a couple of days later, a few thousand pages are released and that's when he explains what he meant to say in the 50 pages and with those few thousand pages that's when the tax practitioners start working and we then begin to understand what he is actually saying now when changes are announced some tax changes happen as he speaks Those are usually the syntaxes. As he announces it, it happens immediately. For some changes, they can't happen immediately because he's still got to make regulation changes to enable those changes to take effect. And then there are other changes that he wants to make, but he's not sure how to do so. So he announces them. That'll be like changes on the pensions for people who want to emigrate or cryptocurrencies. And then the experts get together in our various committees and we discuss, we make proposals, we send it to the various government authorities and for the next two years we have fights. And then as he gets ready, the final draft comes about. And this is why you hear him talk about some things over and over again. It's because they're not quite sure how to go about setting things. So now here are some of the assumptions that he's making. These assumptions are very, very important. The first assumption he is making is that the world economy will grow by 4.4%. Just remember that, 4.4% for the world economy. And that assumption makes the basis of estimates of tax growth around the world. Then he has to make an assumption about the growth of South African economy. Now, the world economy, he's saying, is 4.4. South Africa, he says, is 4.8. So he's saying we're going to grow faster than the world average. Now, this is his sandbox. I can't come in there and say, get out. Your rules are wrong. So we'll stay with his assumption for now, that we're going to grow by 4.8. The world's going to grow by 4.4. The other thing he told us yesterday was that SARS collected 62 billion rand more than he estimated four months ago. And SARS collected 182 billion rand more than they 
estimated a year ago. So the figures are not always accurate. So basically they've got a present of 182 billion, which they didn't know about a year ago. Now, I get nervous when I hear about these presents. And so I was listening for one more sentence. And that sentence came afterwards. And that sentence was, the fact that I've now got 182 more billion does not mean, and he then talked to the cabinet, that you can go and spend that money. Because this is a one-off bonus. I have to use this in a responsible way. And if I now start creating new debts, which I've got to meet year after year after year, what do I do next year if I don't get the other surprise? So I like that about the budget. The other thing he said was that personal tax collections are increasing. I don't like that. And let me tell you why. Those of you filled in taxes a couple of months ago would have got, some of you would have got refunds. But you would have had to go through an audit process. You went through the audit, you got your refunds. And then a couple of days ago, you got another letter. You're being re-audited. And now you owe SARS money again. And you've got to pay them back. Now, if that's the basis of him saying they collected more money, I don't like that. That's playing dirty. You can't do that to us. And if that's the way you are saying you're collecting extra taxes, minister, you're going to get into trouble because you already got a tax revolt from individual taxpayers. You can't play that game with us. So, also, the minister is a magician. Now, a magician puts something down there, and when we look there, he slides something through. He did that yesterday. And what he slid through yesterday was that the state-owned enterprises are going to get 308 billion rand. He said that. He said that that's going to be partly funded by cutting services. Now, he didn't give us any information. He didn't say which state-owned enterprises is getting 308 billion. He didn't say who's going to get fired to be able to fund that. He didn't say how much of that is going to be received by firing people. He didn't say what the unions are going to do about that. And he didn't say how much of that money is going to come out of our pockets. So that's one of the question marks that I have. Then if you're going to get an increase of 4% in your salary, your taxes will stay the same. If you're not going to get a tax inc a salary increase, your taxes will go down. There is a slight increase in what you're going to get as a medical aid credit. Your petrol levy will not go up, and that's already been announced in the news bulletin. Also was announced on the CCFM yesterday in the update bulletins. And then there's something that happens that I've been moaning about for 25 years. The apartheid government put together a formula to calculate the price of petrol. They did so because oil was a strategic industry. Part of that, Sasol got unnecessary subsidies. The oil companies got unnecessary subsidies. The way the price of oil was to be calculated bore no resemblance to what the price of oil 
actually was. And we have sat with that for 25 years. Had we done that 25 years ago, we would be paying between four and five rand less per liter. Now, do you know how much fuel that would have saved us? Do you know how much that would have affected the price of bread, the price of vegetables, the price of food, all the delivery fees, the taxi fees? He has finally announced that they're going to review that price. That is the big saving in the budget. That is the only significant saving. Now to my activist friends. You can put together a committee to review the price of fuel. But if the same fat cats who are benefiting right now sit on that committee, we are going to get nowhere. And so those of you who are in civil society, you need to make sure that you're sitting on those committees. You need to make sure that you're monitoring that that committee is open in its calculations, that it is open books. Because if we do this properly, it can massively affect our inflation rate downwards. It can massively affect the cost of living. And those of you who don't even own a car and have to work by taxis, it can affect the way you come to work and the cost. That, folks, is the only significant news on the budget. Sure. Thank you. Thank you. Nico, really appreciate it. Ladies and gentlemen, Breakfast with Friends on CCFM 107.5.